Resident Evil, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, starring Mila Jovovic and Michelle Rodriguez, came out in 2002. Why are we watching this movie now and reviewing it? Well, basically yes, I don't, because yeah. I don't like these why? guys. That's why. <laughs> that's why. Why did you make me do this? So, uh, Rob has said this before. Good friends will help you move. Great friends will help you hide a body. But brothers, or however you want to say it, <laughs> yeah. will watch bad movies. And that's what we literally just did, guys. We we are fresh off of this rewatch of Resident Evil. Uh do you have some hand sanitizer? I feel yeah, like I just need to like cl cleanse myself in some way. Exactly. Um, first time really for, for Brandon watching this movie, um, at least for what he can remember, but I remember this movie like vividly. Uh, it's saying something that this is probably the best one out of all of these. So we're in for a wild ride <laughs> yeah. as we get, as we continue <laughs> this series. So let's let's talk about this movie let's give our watch rating at matt goes to the movies where we talk about a quick spoiler free why this movie is considered either low medium or high on the watch rating rob i'm gonna let you go first so we talked about doing this movie about a year or so ago and i and that was actually the first time that i'd watched it and uh I'd, i watched it the first time and i thought well this is probably about as many times as i ever need to see this movie i've seen it exactly as many times as i'm ever going to need to see it uh, it turns out I was one short. I needed to see it one more time because uh, we, we sat down and watched it tonight. And the empty beer bottles that I needed to get through it are, are over here, in, <laughs> here at the MGTTM Studios. Um, this is a low watch rating. Honestly, if you've never seen it before, go ahead and watch it once. Uh, and that's about the extent of the number of times you need to see it. I don't think I can think of a reason I would ever watch this movie again on purpose. Yeah, the the moral is don't answer my text messages. <laughs> exactly. uh, right. Just just yeah. ignore me completely. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Brandon, what do you what do you think of this? Your first time really seeing this with a, a memory for it, so to speak. I would say the statement that you only need to watch it right is correct. Even though it's it's so bad, it's super funny just seeing through these <laughs> scenes. Yeah. But you only need to watch it once for mental health reasons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a low. Like, it, it was super fun to, to watch it just because we're sitting there joking around. But, like, this is not something that you would watch by yourself and, like, laugh to like to yourself unless you're well, like you, unless you're you would, insane you would laugh because you lost your insanity halfway right. through <laughs> that's, that's true you but... need the support of other people to yes. get through this movie like you just you can't just watch this and have fun with it on your own like you need to be able to have other people to affirm for you that what you're seeing is literally as bad and as terrible and as stupid as what you what you believe you're seeing yeah so it's it's a low for me too uh we're we're all on the same page for this there's there's no reason to watch this movie at all. It's it's not even worth watching it if it was on TV and you were like walking past it. Like there's nothing to do. Is like, there even a redeemable scene? You're like, oh, I'll skip forward to that scene and then and then once yeah, that scene's no, done, only to laugh at it. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah there, it's really it's laugh. not like there's anything that happens that's like, oh, geez, that was like really good. Now, granted, like the whole thing isn't terrible. There's a couple of things, but there's. There's no YouTube moments. Like, you're not going to sit there and pull up a clip from this movie. Like, oh, that was such a great scene. I remember that. So there's nothing here to, to be redeemable on the watch rating. But, you know, as we break this down and talk about what we just saw, you know, this is a movie that 
when it first came out, it was like, okay, you know, this isn't exactly what I wanted. Maybe they'll go somewhere with the second movie and they'll start getting into it. But as these movies go on, they get worse. But one of the things that just really plagues down this movie is really bad CGI, really odd soundtrack choices, incredibly bad dialogue, and just amazing movie cliches. You have people getting knocked out with one blow to the back of the head. You have characters who are bitten that don't turn because of plot armor. Um, yeah, the amount of time it takes to turn into a zombie from when you get bit to when you are zombified or T-virusified or whatever they want to call it, it's it's very dependent on how much longer the script calls for that person to be available. I was going to say, it different. It's different for, like, person to person, too. Because so. Michelle Rodriguez's character gets bit, and right. I feel like she spends three quarters of the movie bit. Yeah, they're yeah. like, she gets bit, and they're like, we need to get out of here in an hour's time. And it's like, okay. And then 15 minutes after that, the, the Red Queen, which, you know, got incorporated into this movie, literally is like, one bite, one scratch, and you're done, your turn. And it's like, well, not if not you're... Not her. <laughs> yeah, not... Not when you have the power of family. She she learned her Fast and the Furious lessons well before, the, you know, Dom, Dominic Toretto ever taught her about family and ride or die. Um, she just is immune to everything. And not only that, you know, this movie, uh, Mila Jovovich plays Alice, um, who's not a video game character. You know, they decided this is how we're going to present these movies, and I said it while we were watching it. It's it's Paul W. Anderson's excuse to get his wife half-naked on camera in, in, <laughs> in the weirdest-looking hospital gown. Yeah. Ever, yeah! With the sides out. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to take a hospital gown, but make it sexy. Yeah, like... And all they did was cut the sides. They, they cut the sides. Cut there's, there's amnesia gas that, you know, wipes her memory clean, um, and then her fake... The husband, who you can't even remember his name from the movie, because he's so... Do you remember any of the characters? He's names, so... Un- yeah, he's is so there, uneventful. Is there one character from this movie who you feel like, oh yes, I remember that character's name. Like, unless you're actually trying... Yeah. There's not one character like, I know that character's name. There's not even... In, in this movie here... Now, it changes in the other ones. There's not one Resident Evil character presented... Other than the clicker. In the in this first movie, like there's not one human character that's presented. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but you know, it's it's amnesia gas, which again, you know, oh, you forget everything. But her memories come back to her, like like someone slipped ecstasy in her drink or something. Like the the editing cuts and everything are just they're awful. It's it's trying to lay little things so that you, the audience, are trying to play along and try to figure it out as you go along. But they forgot to make a movie that you actually give a damn to figure out in the <laughs> yeah. process. Like the characters are unlocking their memories, and the audience is supposed to feel like they're they're coming along with them. But the audience stopped caring long before that, and yeah. it just comes off as stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just again, dumb plot and. Horrible, if you've never seen this movie, or if you have and you don't remember it, the first introduction of the liquor in this movie is some of the worst CGI 
I think, ever. Not the liquor that you need to actually drink to get through it. Liquor as in it's got a big, long, like, Venom-style tongue, and it's stupid. It looks like... Do you guys remember Sci-Fi Channel when they would do all of those, like, made-for-TV movies that were, like, yeah. exclusive? It The CG on this is worse than anything I've ever seen on a sci-fi original movie. It's so bad. It's like that Power Rangers movie. <laughs> with, yeah. It, with it, Ivan who's like, Megazord thing. It's what it's, it reminds me of. It's literally insane. It almost looks... It looks almost like the original PlayStation 2 cutscene <laughs> got cut into the movie. Yeah. I, it, it doesn't I, even look like a movie CGI. It looks like a video game cutscene. I would say the GameCube remake of one is still better looking than this. <laughs> yeah, I mean and not like, only not only do they you know they give you that first establishing shot, but they give you time to see it again. Like they make it a point to say hey, this is the main creature of this movie. Take a look at how crappy it looks. And it's weird, too, because there's another scene, that scene where it's the puddle reflection on it. I feel like that should have been first. Because, like, it sets up, like, a mystery, at least, like, a mystery of what it is. Right, and then but, you could maybe by the end of it go, oh, okay, well, it looks crappy, but you at least had some like, sort looks, of semblance. It looks somewhat decent in, a, like, a puddle reflection, but then it, like, you already had it, like, a half an hour ago come out of a vent or something. Well, and think about horror movies, Matt. You've covered a lot of horror genre on the channel. What are what is one of the most important things in a horror film? The the villain, right? The yeah. big bad, the the scary monster. That's the thing that draws people to the horror genre. And what do you need in order for that creature to be scary? You need the creature to be believable. Right. You need the creature to actually be terrifying and and realistic. And when your CG is so bad that it looks like something from a Saturday morning cartoon, mm -hmm. it stops being scary, it stops being threatening, it stops being intimidating in any way at all, it stops making you, the audience, care about what happens to these characters because the, the villain just is not believable and it completely breaks the fourth wall and you can't be engaged in the movie anymore. You just stop caring. No, and you can't, you can't even be engaged in this movie from a standpoint of, okay, the... Even the zombie CGI in this movie is, is not up to par. It doesn't look realistic. And they're they're all stealth ninja zombies. Like they never make a noise. Yeah, nope. the the, not the, a the amount of just non-noise in this movie for zombies who are just supposed to be like dumb-minded, all they need to do is eat humans, they certainly have they they certainly have a taste for theatrics where they can just sneak up. On everybody. They just tiptoe right... There's three different times, at least, in this movie where a zombie makes no noise and creeps up right behind somebody. Yeah. And it's just like... It, throughout the rest of the movie, every time you see them, they're snarling, they're reaching for things, except when they need to be in stealth mode, and then they just kind of pop up, and they're like... Right. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Or when they forget that, like, you can actually see them on... Like... They forget to make too tight of a shot, and it's a wide shot, and you can see zombies literally just standing oh, there, God, yeah. like waving their arm right at the character that's right in front of them. The, and it's the like one scene in the sewer where they're all trying to climb up the pipes and things like that is particularly bad. Yeah, where you can clearly see the it's it's not like throne room of Last Jedi bad where they're all waiting to get their ass kicked. But it's it's somewhere on that level where you can clearly see the extras in the in the makeup in the back going. 
I'm not supposed to reach yet, so I'm just going to see. Right. And they do, huh. when, they're, when they're climbing up the pipe, um, the the one guy that, like, just got bit, and he somehow, you know, some miraculous escapes in this movie are, are abound oh, again, God. because all of a sudden, one character's on the ground, surrounded by 50, and then the next establishing shot, the character... <laughs> Back yeah, on a pole. Yeah, the, the character's just, like, fine. Um, that's another that's another scene with the extras, because first of all, they're going... Yeah, like, like this with the guy, and the others are in the back. Like they all look like they, they all there. look like they drop their freaking glasses on the ground, and they're trying to find them. Like they don't look like they're trying to eat a human being. And then the one is crawling up after the guy, and he's literally in his lap, but for some reason never attempts to bite him. Every Ever. other time they try to bite the leg until he needs to have the zombie pretty much like right. in his groin, the, and then he's gonna wait to bite him in the belly or something. I don't. They know. were that dude could have kissed him. They were so close together. <laughs> like he, like good lord. But no, the zombie's just like, oh shoot. And they don't. I mean, they don't care. They don't care about establishing shots. They don't care about continuity in their shots. By the way, neither do the filmmakers. Yeah. No. Right. Like it's it's unbelievable this movie. And again, it's. I, I guess I apologize now because it gets worse as these <laughs> movies go along. The, these, the, the continuity, the shots, the, the dialogue, it, it just, it gets worse, which is hard to believe. And they made six of these? Yeah, six of them. Based on how this one did? Yeah. And surprisingly enough, though, like, that's the thing is, like, these movies originally did really, really well, like, in terms of not critic reviews or audience reviews, but they make money. And back in, you know, 2002, they didn't spend a ton and it made a lot overseas. And it was like, okay, we can do another one. And then the second one introduced some actual Resident Evil characters and it made money. And we'll make a third one. And then that one did really good. And we'll make another one. And by the time the sixth one comes along, like, you shouldn't care because you'll. they don't... They, they don't, don't care. Yeah, they don't care at all about their audience like they they could care less they're just like i yeah whatever like they you know how if you're playing like an rpg you can go to a website and just generate a character name like <laughs> that's what they did with the script they were just like they had a bot write it for them. yeah they were like here's 10 words repurpose this into a hour and a half movie and let's go <laughs> it's like the joke with the fast and furious movies the guy just shows up in the office and does like what's that game where you have a bunch of sentences with missing words oh mad know? libs yeah. yeah yeah where the guy just goes into the office goes all right give me this this all right here's our movie right <laughs> yeah that's it that's... i don't think fast and furious is much more complicated than that no it's it's not and you know this movie i will say when we were watching it they do there's a couple things that they do that are like, oh, okay, like, I can't believe you even thought to care about this because it doesn't seem like you care about anything. Yeah. But the one establishing shot when the T-virus is starting to, like, spread into the air vents, um, in the hive is what they call it, where this where this happens, the dogs start going nuts and they're in cages. And then later on in the movie, you see that those cages have been broken out of, the dogs have, you know, turned into zombie dogs. And the one thing that they actually do that I was like, okay, like, wow, I'm actually impressed, is they have, like, like dog skin and flesh, like, all over the cages where they broke out. And I'm like, it sounds crazy, but I'm just so shocked that they did that. Because, again, they don't, 
care about anything else. They don't even care about a coffee stain in the beginning of the movie <laughs> being in the same spot. So yeah. the fact that they even put some detail into this, like, actually kind of shocks me. What it happened was... to those dogs? I Well, she shoots a couple of them, and then she, that's when she starts getting her... You know, her thoughts back, and she remembers that she, you know, trained at ninja school. Yeah, she, she remembers all of her taekwondo yeah. skills, because all of a sudden, the preferred method for getting rid of zombies is apparently the spinning back kick. I don't know if you guys know this. And the front. Spinning back kick, spinning yeah. front kick, all spins. You want to spin spin as much as you can to take out a zombie. Uh, you have to spin kick them, get them in the head, and then you're, and you're good. Yeah. She grabs the head and just goes... Like that, and the next yeah. snaps. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically just kind of if you just kind of do this. Apparently, that's enough. By the way, if you don't know this, go to your chiropractor because you're fine. You, you can never get injured. <laughs> there is no human being alive who has ever been strong enough to snap another human being's neck. So all the Steven Seagal movies where he just goes like this and just kind of sort of grabs or the chin in the back of the head. This, like yeah. the one girl yeah. does. That doesn't work. Yeah, yeah there's, that's that's all fake. There has never been another person that can do that. So. All the times where you see her just kind of like do this with the zombie head, it's awful. She shakes the one zombie like he he's a freaking snow globe, like, like to crack his like neck. Homer Simpson <laughs> choking, choking Bart, Bart. <laughs> and it's done. Like, that yeah. doesn't work. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean that's that is literally the entire summary of the movie. Is it's it's, it's terrible. terrible. It, it, it's terrible. It falls apart almost immediately. There's it, they go from the opening scene, which is just really... It, it's really bad. Like, the opening scene where you find out the T-virus is loose is bad. Well, even before that, it's bad because they they start by saying introducing the Umbrella Corporation as this generic, faceless, evil right. corporation. It's, it almost reminds you of Team America World Police where, yeah. where he's like, the corporations are all corporation-y, and it's like... Oh, guys, they're evil. They're a corporation. Clearly, mm -hmm. they're evil. Without yeah. showing anyone in that corporation. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing is, too, like, this movie doesn't even care. I mean, I guess they figure, okay, Resident Evil fans will know. But again, like, you didn't make this movie... Like, this first movie is... You didn't make it for Resident Evil fans because, again, you don't have any established characters in this movie. You have the high facility, so the... You know, you see a couple of minutes in the mansion, um, which was really the whole point of the first game. Was the right game, the is, is the, the mansion setting? So I, they just like they don't even try to have any mystery. Like they treat their audience like they're freaking idiots because everything is an exposition dump. Like you're not intelligent enough to know what's going on. So give us a second, because trust me, we'll explain it to you for no reason. And when they do explain it. You don't care. Because you, you have characters explaining it to characters who are on the same mission. Like, you know what you came here to do, but for some reason it's, well, let me tell you what's going on. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Thanks. Like, I just, yeah. Um, and again, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets it gets worse, We need folks. to bring back our friend, Bill, the late Billy Mace. But wait, there's there, more. There's more. And if you act now, I'll give you four movies for free. <laughs> so, Resident Evil, it's it's not worth your time. If you've never seen it, maybe this is something that you do with your friends as a, I don't know, marathon night or something. Ugh, don't play. Get yourself a 12-pack of beer because you're going to need it. And uh, just laugh at the ridiculousness of it all. Yeah, absolutely. So...
I don't have anything else that I need to cover from this movie. Nope. Let's move forward. We're going to go to our final thoughts here on this movie, which is going to be the real rating. Uh, we'll go opposite order. Brandon, I'll let you go first. One to five, what would this movie be? I mean, how can you rank it any higher than a one? The only reason why it's probably a one for me is because they added something from the game, and that's that terrible dialogue. They <laughs> Yeah, the first game was notorious for that really bad dialogue. <laughs> that's it. Then you have this weird, like... It's that kind of 2001 phase of movies where every part of it is hard rock, whether it doesn't fit in or not. Yeah. And yeah. the music that cuts in with no suspense whatsoever, unless you're looking at trees. That's your one suspenseful shot. Boom, boom. Yeah, if, you, if you're not watching the screen at probably 40% of this movie, you would think, like... There was a rave on TV or something. You were like you were listening to a music video because yeah. that's that's the soundtrack to this movie. Yeah. Uh, I will go again. It, this is a one. Like this movie, it it doesn't have anything. It really doesn't have anything Resident Evil except for there's the mansion, the beginning, the Umbrella Corporation. Uh, they strive they like strived as far away as they could from the actual like game with this movie. Uh, you know, it's the participation trophy yeah. award. It's a one. They created a movie. They submitted it. They got it to theaters and showed it. Um, I struggle to think of why. I, I've already done this now recently once where yeah. I watched it with people to make fun of it and drink beer and make fun of it. Um, I don't even need to do that again because I've done that. So, uh, yeah, it's unanimous. It is a one real rating. Yeah, it, it's a one. So... We're going to be bringing the entire Resident Evil series to the, the YouTube channel here for video reviews of it. Uh, you're going to be able to follow along with the audio, too, if you don't have time, if you're, you know, listening to Matt Goes to Movies in the Car. So, you know, in order to get all that, check out the show notes, hit the subscribe button, get caught up on all the latest episodes. Rob and I are doing Halo, which... You know, so I'm putting you through a lot. Like we're watching, oh, like we're watching Halo. We're gonna do this. Um, thank God we have Moon Knight in the meantime. I was gonna say rain. we got Moon Knight in a couple days. So yeah, you know, Moon Knight, uh, Multiverse of Madness. To look forward to. Thank yeah, God for that. Right. I even want to try and get us to go see Morbius, which I've heard is just terrible. So. I mean, it's almost like we don't watch anything good for this show, right? Yeah, it's 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 really hard to sometimes. <laughs> it's it's hard to sometimes. Yeah. So uh, again, hit the subscribe button, check out new episodes, and join us for more Resident Evil as they just get worse and worse and worse. Thanks for watching, folks.